In this week's parsha, we transition over from the miracle of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to the miracle of Kriyas Yamsov. If you think about it, the expression Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, redemption Egypt, is grammatically incorrect. The more appropriate term to the phrase should be Yitzhiyas Mimitzrayim, redemption from Egypt. So the Satmarov in a Sefer Divrei Yoel offers a beautiful insight. He explains, there are two Yitzhiyas Mitzrayims, two redemptions. One is the physical removal of the Jewish people from the land of Egypt. And then there's the freedom from the bondage of Mitzrayim that exists within each person. The temptations, the challenges, the desires and enticements that Mitzrayim represents. As the saying goes, you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. You can take the person out of the land of Egypt, but it's a far greater challenge to purge the negative influences of Mitzrayim out of the person that lived and experienced this immoral and decadent land. In understanding the depth of this idea, we can deduce that Gullus is not necessarily a geographical location. Gullus is a choice. It's in one state of mind. Mitzrayim is from the word Meitzar, narrow and constricted. And this is based on a Malbam. The Malbam has a Sefer called Sefer HaKarmel, a Sefer on the words of the Torah. Under the title Mitzrayim, the Malbam says something very interesting. Yerushalayim, as we know, is a city in the land of Eitz Yisrael. A man who comes from Yerushalayim is called Yerushalmi. Mitzrayim is a country. A person who comes from Mitzrayim is not called a Mitzrayimi, even though we would think that this is what he should be called. He's called a Mitzri. In Parsha Shemois, the Pasuk says, Ve'yar ish Mitzri. So why isn't the Mem part of the proper noun? In which case, it would be Mitzrayimi. Says the Malbam, the name Mitzrayim is not only a location, it has implication. Meitzar connotes impediment and contraction. Klal Yisrael and Mitzrayim were narrow in the sense that they were being pressed from all directions. They lived a life of stress and oppression. So we learn from the miracle of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim that exiting the world of Meitzar, being freed from adversity and hardship, is perpetual. It can happen every minute of every day. And that's why we are constantly reminded of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Zechal Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim is mentioned over 40 times in the Torah. Because Mitzrayim is not a geographical location. It's a state of mind. Someone can be in Lakewood or Barra Park or even B'nai Barak and conceptually be in Mitzrayim. It's all about our mindset and attitude. And this reminds me back in 2009, at the end of the famous trial of Rubashkin, Judge Linda Reed, Yemach Shemoy, decided to ignore the prosecution's already ridiculous request for a 25-year sentence, and she handed down a 27-year prison sentence. Everyone in the courtroom was shocked. The silence in the room was deafening. Total disbelief. But Reb Sholem Mardechai wasn't faced. Immediately after hearing the verdict, he recited the bracha of Shecheyanu on his new mitzvah of Amuna. And before he was handcuffed and taken away, he sat down and wrote a short note to his family. He wrote, I am unshaken in my faith in Hashem. A person goes through life to be an Eved Hashem. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm still the same Eved, whether in freedom or in captivity. He later said, I might be in a facility in Otisville, New York, called prison, but I never feel imprisoned. He understood prison, like Mitzrayim, is a state of mind. One year on Matzah Pesach, he sent an email to his family. Dear Kinderlech, as much as I wanted to be home with you, Hashem obviously wanted me to have my Seder here in Otisville. 
So let me share with you what happened during this very unusual Seder. When it came time for Hallel, those of us who knew it sang it together slowly. I closed my eyes and pictured myself in shul davening together with a room full of Yidden. I envisioned myself singing and dancing with my family. The words of Hallel, so full of longing and yearning, it carried me far away. I was lost in those exhilarating thoughts, miles away from everything in the prison. Then I opened my eyes. There I was, back in Ordersville, with a bunch of people staring at me in silence. The power of imagination. He was able to transform himself into a new reality. In 2011, when clear evidence of excessive collaboration between the judge and the prosecution came to light, Rubashkin's lawyers filed an appeal. There was renewed hope and optimism that justice would finally be served and he would be sent home. But a few months later on the Matzah Shabbos, word came down that the motion was denied and all his lawyers and supporters were crushed. That night, Mrs. Leah Rubashkin sent out an email to a close circle of friends. Gudvach, Baruch Hashem, Sholem Mordechai and I are in a very good place. We are in the hands of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, And we know we will be reunited soon. Say strong, we will see the Yeshua. She was the one giving chizuk to others. Physically, he was incarcerated in Ordesville. But because of his unshaken faith, in his mind, he was free from captivity. When someone lives with that type of amuna, even under the most extreme circumstances, they never feel the Metzah. They never feel imprisoned. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.